0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast, with your host, Rob Snowitt.
1: All right, let's open a Paps. We have Hank Patterson, the world's
2: greatest fly fishing guide. This is true. Hank, you want to introduce yourself? Hank Patterson, self-proclaimed world's greatest fly fishing expert and guide. Any High school relate- graduate. To- i like to point out that I'm an educated man.
1: That's fantastic. We like smart people in the, the fishing business and industry. Uh-huh. Any relation to Hank Patterson on IMDB?
2: Uh, No. No, that uh, that gentleman in you know he appeared in some some really fantastic films. I, I think he was on Petticoat Junction, which was a, a, a fantastic television show. But uh, absolutely no no relation at all. So I'm a Hank, much much more attractive man.
1: <laughs> where do you live, Hank? Where where are you from?
2: Boise, Idaho. Boise? Huh.
1: I've only been to uh, Lake Ponderay. Uh huh. There's some big trout up there.
2: That's what I've heard. You know, I've never fished it, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a huge lake person. I'm going to admit it right now. If if I have druthers, I'm on a river.
1: You've been fly fishing for about three years now. What got you into fly fishing? Were you a maggot drowner in the previous years?
2: You know, I, I like to tell people I've been fly fishing for, you know, three, maybe 15, 25 years, something like that. Uh, the thing that got me into fly fishing is, uh, the movie A River Runs Through It. I was going through some, uh, emotional times uh in my life and I stumbled drunkenly into a theater and, and a river runs through. It was playing one night. I sat through it like five different times till they finally kicked me out and, and I decided right then I should probably quit my job and change my life. And I've been broke and happy ever since.
1: Do you have a favorite line from the movie?
2: Uh that whole thing about the half light of a canyon Something about how he's too old to fly fish alone, but he does it anyway. I, I don't remember the line, but that's my favorite one.
1: I usually go with uh, the first steps of doozy. Yeah,
2: that's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah. yeah you ever fish the, not, the bunny bug? Every, every
2: now and then I'm on, on that Facebook. and uh, Have you read the book, A River Runs Through It?
1: Years ago in college, I did.
2: Well, you, you should read it again. You should probably get off the phone thing here and, and read it again tonight. But uh, every now and then on Facebook, what I like is I find people quoting A River Runs Through It. Um but, but they're, they're quoting the movie instead of the book. And so I, it gets very confusing to me whether or not Norman McClain said certain things in the movie. Because uh, I know he said the stuff in the book. But, you know, some of that movie stack could have just been made up. Either way, I love the movie.
1: I remember seeing a commercial for it during the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies when I was uh, a kid. It, Cliff Song's birthday party. And I was like, I got to go see that movie. It's about fly fishing.
2: Well, no, and it fits. I mean, that's, that's Hollywood at its best. I mean, that's thinking through your demographic. You know, it's Absolutely. like, oh, man, these guys are in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. I'm, clearly, they're going to be into a fly fishing thing, so we should, you know, we should show that trailer.
1: And so you, you've been dubbed the world's greatest guide. That's self, um, self-made title. No one's officially
2: given you that well, so look, far? you know, I pointed it out first, so I like to give myself credit where credit is due. I was the first one that sort of pointed out that I'm probably the world's greatest fly fishing expert and guide. Uh, American Angler magazine, Phil Monaghan, he, he jumped on board. Uh, and and dubbed me the World's Greatest Fly Fishing Guide in that publication. And then, of course, uh, you know, from there it sort of took off. I I think a lot of people have said it at this point, but I like to point out that the first one to notice was me.
1: Do you have a hat that says World's Greatest Fly Fishing Guide on it?
2: I do not. I have to get you one of those. Yeah, I mean, I should probably, if somebody's listening, they want to make me a hat, a a high-quality hat uh, for free, I'd take it.
1: I might have to go to the mall and get you one embroidered.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just—I'm excited that Rob, that you would know that they—they they make hats at the mall. They do. You got, you got it. Did somebody just get injured?
1: That's my kid in the background. The microphone's picking things up. She falls a lot. She's pretty clumsy. She takes after me.
2: Yeah. Well, that's that's all right. You know, you want your kid to take after you. If you're clumsy, they should be clumsy. You know.
1: She's she's hand feeding the dog pieces of nori. It's his favorite snack. Is that kid fish? She does. She's two. She just got the practice caster from Orvis for her birthday. Sure. Yeah. And she can cast a five weight about twenty feet.
2: Uh, hey, there you go, right there. That's it. I'm only at about twenty two feet with one of those, so she's doing all right.
1: She'll catch up to you one day.
2: Well, look, hey, set, set lofty goals, but but don't don't be ashamed if, if you don't reach them.
1: Absolutely. So about the guiding, can you explain us the dynamics of snapping it?
2: The Can I explain to you how to do it, or, or do you mean what's the, the thought process How to, and how to, how to
1: snap it, it and, and why do you want your clients to snap it?
2: Well, you know, look, I mean, for, for a long time, people, you know, they were against the, the very idea of casting with that sort of velocity. And uh, like with other sports, say tennis, you know, they got new tennis rackets or golf, you know. I mean, they're not hitting with wooden golf clubs anymore. I mean, fly fishing just sort of needed to take a step forward. And so I started really analyzing the way people were casting, sort of floating it in there and trying to put touch on the thing. And it's like, look, the fact is you want that thing to make all kinds of noise in the air. You want that to slap hard onto the water. and The best way to do that is to get a good snap on the line. Fish isn't going to see a fly unless you get that thing really dancing on the water and slapping down hard. You know, it's like people are like trying to take their fly and sneak up on a fish with it. And I sort yeah. of took a whole different approach to it. And I'm like, why do I want to sneak up on a fish? You know? It's like I
1: keep a, telling my kid to snap it.
2: Well, yeah, snap it. Grant out loud. I mean, I, I don't walk into a party and, like, you know, sort of sneak the beer into the fridge. I walk into the party, I hold the six-pack up, and I'm like, hey, check it out, you know. here's Just the a six-pack? It's the same sort of thing. If you're going to walk out to a river and you're going to cast a fly, it's like, hey, fish, you know, here's a fly. Come and eat. Come and get them. It's like ringing that, you know, back in the old times, you know, a couple of thousand years ago when the people were discovering the, the West or whatever, and they had those, you know, triangle things that were beating on those for dinner time. It's the same sort of idea.
1: Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, we know you've peed in your waders before. You ever sharpen them? No. I've seen it happen before. It's uh-huh. not pretty.
2: No, it's, it's it's I have never had that that problem. It's, it's you know you're trying to you know you're trying to take leaker in your waders. You get a good stiff wind coming around you know swirling around the river. That that sort of thing can happen to breeze. The next thing you know, it's getting in there. It's they just needed to to create a wader that you know had had better access. And well, luckily, got that. My, my, my friends over at Reddington, you know, they sent me that new pair of waders. you seen those I'm wearing? I have. Well, that we see those that, barn door zipper on them.
1: See those at ICAST and IFTD this week.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know what that is. But, yeah, good. Go down to that. Where's that? What's that? Las Vegas, man. International Fly
1: Tackle Dealer Show. Get all the new gear for 2014 on display.
2: See, they should, you know, I mean, they should. they should send me some of that for the videos for free.
1: Absolutely. Every
2: single so, vendor at the I whatever this thing is should probably be packing up, you know, whatever whatever they're showing send it up here we'll put it on video. Do
1: you have any sponsors so far?
2: Does Paps well, took you up? Yeah, no, they don't. they don't. You know, you think they would, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, no. All those YouTube no. views, man.
2: You don't. You know, you would think that that uh, they want to, you know, remain relevant in the fishing world, but uh to date, you know, they have not. But that's all right. Uh I have I have a lot of people in the industry that have been very very nice to me and and that I appreciate but yeah <laughs> but not the beer company.
1: Mm. I've been trying to get a beer sponsor myself. We got a brewery three miles down the street.
2: What what's the brewery?
1: It's called Port City. It's brewed with water from the Potomac River where we fish. You think they want to hook a brother up? But yeah, they say they're too small.
2: I, I've seen the Potomac River. Is that I mean is that?
1: Yeah, I saw your Facebook drink, page. Do you, you want to drink that House? water?
2: I mean, I don't you know. So, look, I mean, it, it, I mean and I'm not coming down on the river. I mean, I'm, I'm not right. a dirty river or anything like that. It's, I got a river like five minutes from my house. I'm not going to go, you know, make beer out of it.
1: Yeah, but if you stand at it too long, you'll grow boobs. It's full of estrogen. You just going to get some, some man boobs. What? Man boobs, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the river's got estrogen in it.
2: You know, I met the guys at that Big Sky Brewery up in Missoula, Montana. I like those guys. Good I people. Like some, some Montana. Good people up there.
1: It's been 20 years since I was in Montana. Too long.
2: Well, you know, it dates you. You don't want to do that.
1: I know. I got my hat at the Grizzly Hackle.
2: Hey, I, you know, I met some people at the Grizzly Hackle. They were really nice to me. Some people came down, bought some DVDs, and hung out. Some guys from the local high school came and hung out. It was fun. I like so the Grizzly gri- Hackle.
1: You got some groupies now? I'm trying. What about the ladies? Any, uh, you know, panty droppers when you come by, announcing you're the world's best fly fishing guide?
2: Let me tell you, we were, we were speaking at the, you know, me and Reese, we were at the uh, Ice Out event in Bozeman, um, and uh, we're sitting in the audience, and afterwards, these girls turn around, and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and and I thought, and I turned around, and I thought, what the hell, but it was me and, and Reese they were looking at, and uh, they had snuck in, they said they couldn't get tickets, they wouldn't give them tickets, you know, because mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, it was an invite-only sort of event or something like that, so they snuck into the theater just to meet us, and uh, they brought their past blue ribbon <laughs> cans, and they had to sign them. And I thought that's that's exactly the sort of behavior that I that I'd like to back up right there. I mean, sneaking that's... into a movie theater to get a beer can autographed. I, I appreciate that.
1: You ever sign some cleavage?
2: I've been asked, but I, but I you know I thought better of it. I didn't want to get in a fight.
1: I'll have to send you a sharpie with the hat.
2: You, please do. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you, you realize I'm not going to mail it back, right? Absolutely. That's a lot of trouble.
1: So uh you also mentioned you like to hang out behind Walmart and drink. You ever have their uh Chef boyardeau or their nasty spumanti?
2: I have not. I you know, the only reason I like to do that is just cuz it's a nice place to, you know, find some quiet time.
1: Absolutely. Fact, you can so ride the scooters people too. You're going
2: to run into behind a Walmart, you know, drinking are, are normally going to be passed out by the time you show up. And so, I mean, at the very least they're not going to talk and and you probably might get some free beer out of them.
1: You can go through their pockets and get a couple Pennies or something? Yeah,
2: you know, a little something to put towards a drift boat.
1: Yeah, they take their shoes, too.
2: Well, pair do wet shoes, Wait They're just shoes. laying around. They're not using them.
1: Also, in your video, you, you mentioned once on YouTube grizzly bears. Yeah. Now, out here, we don't have those. We just have to deal with uh, bums and rats. Right. Have you ever experienced those fishing? You know, homeless guys on the river and rats that come out at night when you're trying to striper fish? Well, that's what we got to deal with.
2: First of all, get a rat pattern, and, and that's not a problem. You want those around because fish are going to hit that. Uh, and, and as far as uh, the bum issue, you know, I'm pr- probably the closest thing I've run into is myself. I would say I almost, on the rivers out here, out west, you know, uh, a lot of the guys, I, I would say, when it comes to like monetary demographics, I'm at the low end of that totem pole.
1: That's why we need to get you free beer.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, you got that. I was saying that I'm the broke one on the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Sometimes I get real deep, Rob. You got to understand what you're dealing with.
1: Absolutely. Don't go too deep. You can fill your waders. No. Um, let's talk about Reese. What's the deal with that guy? Is he a mute? He doesn't seem to talk a whole lot.
2: Oh man, let me tell you. You know that guy's a real chatterbox. He doesn't stop. I mean, I know it might come across on the videos. I don't know. I don't have to pay attention. But you know, a lot of people say on the videos he doesn't talk a lot. But let me tell you, when the cameras aren't rolling, that guy never stops. Really? Sha-ter-box.
1: Yeah, on the video, he only says his name. He's like a parrot. You got to give him a cracker.
2: I know, and it's it's like I don't know his name, right? I mean, I've been guiding the guy for twenty some years. I I think I know his name.
1: He wears a pretty big hat. Um, I, I'm embarrassed to say I've got the same hat, and uh, I don't know if I should wear it because I'm gonna. Emulate Reese.
2: People are going to start calling you Reeseosaurus Rex. You start wearing that thing around. Man, yeah, I'm not sure. I... He looks like he's going on safari or something in that hat.
1: It's huge.
2: It's a good hat, though. You know, he doesn't get a sunburn on his face, and I do. So I get those lines, you know, from my glasses on my face. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get that because he's got that big old hat.
1: We need to get you a sunscreen sponsor, too.
2: He sort of reminds me of, what is that, the, the man with the big yellow hat? Was that Curious George?
1: Yeah, slash the guy from, uh, from Penn and Teller. He's like the, the silent one. But with the yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yes. Except for he's not. Trust me, he just he never shuts up. Yeah, I, I mean, you should come out here and meet him sometime because he just, you know, a- after about fifteen minutes, you're like, man, does this guy ever stop?
1: But, does he drink uh, the PBR? Do you share him with him?
2: If he brings his own, he can drink it. You know, I'm not. Again, I'm not a. I'm not a, a bartender. I'm not. I'm not here to supply that that guy with beer. Right. Yeah, right. Because that eats, eats into my my profit margin. I mean, if he expects me to bring him beer, I'm going to have to go buy the beer, and then I'm going to have to pay him for the travel time to get the beer, and then I'm going to have to mark the beer up. You know, I don't like to do that to a guy. So if he wants to drink PBR, he can bring his own.
1: Yeah, you got to save money. Is that the 89-cent flies helps uh, with the budget, the expenditures?
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, it, 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 I don't like to pay any more than 89 cents for a fly.
1: And got a, lot to have the time, kids a lot of times, well, I like
2: to just, you know, go around and, You find guys that tie flies and then you compliment them a lot. Oh man, boy, that, that thing, that catch fish, you know, and they, they're so proud of their work. You know, a lot of times they'll give you three or four for free. Go to, go to some of those fly shows, those, you know, fly fishing shows and those guys that sit around in the middle of those things and they're tying flies and it really talk them up, you know, and just, Oh man, Oh baby, God, I couldn't afford something like that. It's a nice fly. And you know, and just because you're right there looking sort of, you know, hungry and poor. They'll they normally slide you four or five flies. That's how I get most of my flies. But uh, when I have to buy them, I try not to spend any more than eighty nine cents.
1: And at the, uh, the the F three T, you had it was like a humpy midge.
2: Oh, Chinese oil
1: Yeah, man. Did you get that from one of the shows?
2: No, 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 no. I had that. I had that tied special by my my buddy Jeff Weimer. Now, he's one of those guys he ties flies right. He's in my video. Did you see the fly time video? I
1: did. I saw Reese yeah. really whip out that, that salmon pattern. That thing yeah, was that,
2: that uh that sort of little bird thing he had going I don't know what that was. But the uh that Weimer pattern, that Jeff Weimer, we had him tie that uh Chinese Chinese yeah. buffet fly and and you know, the the reason the thought behind that is you know you get four or five different flies on one hook shank and uh you got that much more opportunity to catch fish.
1: It's a total buffet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and again, who's gonna hit it? Right, right. Yeah, fat now fish, big old fat fish. Well, skinny fish is going to see that thing. Oh man, I can't. You know, boy, that's just too much food. Or, you know, I'm watching my waistline or whatever. Big fat fish sees that thing, they're like, wham. Yeah, mm-hmm, I'll eat, mm-hmm. I'll eat all five courses of that thing at one time.
1: What's the, what would be the fortune cookie on the end of it? What was the end fly?
2: I got to think about that. I don't have one in front of me. I think that I think it was topped off by a cast.
1: That'll work with Elmer's glue to hold it all together.
2: I mean, cat caddis, right? I mean, where, where. Where are they not hitting? It's like we I were tying those last know. Every night at the single pub. river in 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 the world seems to be like, oh man, caddis. Oh, what was coming off caddis? I mean, if you don't know what the fly is, just call caddis. It it's like, oh, what was coming off down? Oh, caddis. Really? Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? It, it,
1: it's not like Reese is going to know the difference. He's not. The, he's not the guide.
2: Or brown. A lot of times when guys ask you, you know, hey, what are they hitting on? Brown. Just brown. The cut oh.
1: browns love the brown flies.
2: Yeah, cutty rain brown on a brown. Got a special fly right there.
1: You ever seen a, a bulbo up in uh, Idaho?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're around. They're around. It's it's. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of bull trout. You know, bull trout, rainbow sort of come together, and and every now and then, you know, for the most part, they just try to eat them. Uh, but every now and then, you get sort of a Romeo and Juliet sort of thing going on, and, and you end up with a bulbo.
1: Yeah, it's like when you cross a bulldog and a Shih Tzu from Dumb and Dumber.
2: Yeah, that's, oh yeah, I remember
1: that. Yeah, that's a good that's one. Fantastic that's
2: a that, film right there.
1: That was filmed in our other uh, home away from home in Breckenridge.
2: They were going to make a second one of those, you know, Dumb and Dumber two, and then and then they they decided not to because everybody hates Jim Carrey now. Mm. So it's sort of I don't.
1: I recently broke my tooth. I looked like him. My iPhone broke my tooth.
2: Uh, uh, what happened? Is it was- still broken?
1: No, I fixed it. I was trying to clean my phone and I was on my shirt and I missed and hit my mouth. I, I was <laughs> a whistle. I don't my know. wife was calling me a snaggle all that week. Sounds like
2: a violent way to try to fix your phone. I don't.
1: It is. And I just dropped it in the phone the other, the, the river the other day. Did the same. Uh, yeah.
2: Did the same. I ruined mine. Because I got, I was getting it out of my pocket to, uh, you know, take a picture of myself. And uh, I realized, brilliant. oh, I shouldn't have put it in my pocket. I didn't have and I was wet waiting. And it, and it ruined it. But you uh, probably and then Horizon, uh you know wanted to charge me like I don't know like fifteen hundred dollars or something stupid for a new phone. Uh, but if you just go right down to the Apple store, they'll they'll give you one for a couple hundred bucks.
1: For fifteen hundred, Steve Jobs Ghost should come with it and, and well, call people for you. I mean
2: I should get unlimited something for the rest of my life, fifteen hundred dollars
1: you probably weren't fishing the sewage outflow when it happened, so you don't have, like, feces in your phone.
2: Well, I think they saw – well, I, I don't know. If I, I hope I didn't because, you know, I tried to, you know, suck all the water out, of it, but yeah. it still wouldn't work. I put it in a bag of rice. You ever hear about doing that? You put it in a bag of rice, and then that's supposed to dry it out.
1: Yeah. I put it on, the, on my drift boat in the sun for a day, but it didn't uh-huh.
2: dry out. Yeah, no, it's just as stupid as the rice. It doesn't work. Mm. you would rather order, eat my rice. Uh, $200 down at the, at the store.
1: They should have an app that dries it for you.
2: Well, they have like uh, covers for for them that make them waterproof.
1: I'm going to talk to those people at the the event this week in Vegas and get myself one of those. You know what
2: they ought to do? Just make a phone that's waterproof without me having it. Why is it every time I go buy a a phone, I got to go buy a case? Shouldn't it come in a case? I mean, I don't don't understand the whole process.
1: Your shoes come with shoelaces. You don't have to go buy shoelaces somewhere else.
2: Right. It's the same sort of idea. Yeah. Yeah. When are you heading to Las Vegas?
1: Tomorrow night, we're going to go to In-N-Out Burger, first thing we land.
2: <laughs> Shooting for the stars, Rob.
1: Absolutely. Got to have a double animal style. We were on the East Coast. We don't get that. And uh, we don't get Odell's Brewing. We don't get uh, Pond Ale.
2: You know, I spent some time on the East Coast this year for the first time in a long time, and, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed D.C. had a good time in D.C. Uh, with Trout Unlimited. And and I had a good time because of Trout Look. You know, I, I think everybody should join Trout Unlimited. I should throw that out there because, because I had a good time hanging out with them for no other reason.
1: Uh, when you were by the White House, did you want to jump the fence? Because a lot of people want to do it.
2: Uh, I got escorted away from there, actually. Yeah, I actually really did.
1: You were about, I don't know, a five-minute walk from one of the best fishing spots on the East Coast.
2: See, and I had no idea. I probably walked even closer. I, I walked over to the museum.
1: Yeah, see, Obama, he's got all the rot. He flies over the tidal basin all the time. You see him, but he doesn't fish there. We got big snakeheads in there.
2: I know. I saw one on your website. Yeah, dude. You have a whole thing thing about. Well, I'm on there now. I'm on there now, Rob.
1: Yeah, if you catch a snakehead and you land it and get a photograph, I'll buy you lunch and beer.
2: They do a little competition. Are you part of this competition they do back there to catch like 10 different kinds of fish or something like that? Isn't uh, Isn't there like a contest?
1: We just had the Snakehead tournament two weekends ago. We all got skunked. Oh, here it
2: is. Here's you. Is that you with this picture of the Snakehead? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I don't want to catch that. I see. I don't want. I don't like snakes. I don't like the word snake. I don't like
1: Indiana snakes. Jones.
2: I mean, it's sort of mean to even call the fish a Snakehead. I, I want nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, if they want to change the name to Lightning Perch.
2: I would change it to fish. like. Yeah, anything that doesn't have the word snake in it. People are like, you want to go fishing for a snake? No, I don't. It's sort of like, you know, you come up here and people are like, oh, you want to go up Rattlesnake Canyon? No, I don't want to go up... It, oh, no. Because it has the name Rattlesnake Canyon.
1: Yeah, it's... I wouldn't do it. You know what they
2: tell you to do? You see a, a rattlesnake in the wild. You punch it. You got to punch it in the face. That's the you like thing a punch it in the chode? No, you punch that thing. It doesn't have one. You just punch it right in the head.
1: Why don't snakes have chodes?
2: Yeah, because you got to beat them to it. Because the only thing that a, that a rattlesnake wants, the one singular thing that a rattlesnake wants is to kill you. It wants to bite you. They lay in wait. People are like, oh, man, they're more afraid. They're not more afraid than I am of them. Trust me, I'm ten times more afraid. So the first thing I do, I see a rattlesnake out there, I just punch it. I just start swinging, just Hail Mary.
1: You don't just put Reese in front of you, let him walk?
2: Well, no, if he's there, I just throw him down and I run. Yeah. I'm just saying, if it's just me, if it's mano a mano, me against a fish, or a uh, snake. It's like, people are like, oh man, you should like walk away or turn. No. Because huh? it will chase you down. A rattlesnake will chase you down. That's what they're built that. for. On the eighth day, Satan made snakes. True fact.
1: Yeah, I don't like those. And spiders. We, I, I got my friend Miles. Every time we pass a snake in the drift boat, he, he grabs it and pulls it in. He once yeah, pulled in like a five-foot water snake in D.C. Uh-huh. And pulled it in the boat, and we were all
2: just like, uh, "Dude, you just pulled a snake in the boat." Well, you know, someday you'll be speaking at Miles' you know funeral because the snake has you know bit him right in the jugular, put him down. That's the sort of thing. I mean, he's 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 playing with fire.
1: Yeah, have um, him call me. I'd
2: have, have to have talk have to him. Have I want have to see the man's call. life.
1: I'll, Miles will. I'll text him right when we're finished.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, have him get a hold of me. I'd like, to those, his life. I'd like to tell him to quit touching snakes.
1: If they're going to go for his jugular, he should wear those African gold rings around his neck it's like not, those women in National Geographic.
2: It's not if they're going to go for it. It's when they go for his jugular. There's no if involved. They're going to do it. There's probably a snake right now I'm just sitting around like, oh, man, let's, I'm going to go swimming around next time I see that guy. They're smart, crafty.
1: Do you ever use rattlesnake patterns?
2: The big to them? No, Oh God, no. I don't want anything to do with the snake. No, the, be- the only view of a snake that I like to see is like when it's in the talons of some sort of bird. They get run over a lot here, too. Good. Did you see that? Run- yes, steer your car, run them over. The only problem is a lot of them will pop your tire with their fangs and they'll come after you. So you got to get them good.
1: There was an old dude in my TU chapter who used to say that rattlesnakes bite first and then rattle. Any truth to that?
2: Yes, no, absolutely. That's all they're there for. They they're like people tell you they're like, Oh, they're rattling to warn you to go away. They're rattling because they want to kill you. I don't that's like the rattle isn't like, oh no, go away. The rattles like you know, I'm gonna kill you.
1: Come here, check out this out, and I'm gonna like to a
2: get horror film, you know, the music in a horror film. It's not there to like tell you to turn off the movie. It's there to be oh man, something bad's gonna happen. The rattle's the same thing. It's like, it's not there to warn you or to tell you to go away. It's there to, as like a precursor. It's almost like telling the other snakes. It's like, hey, listen to this. You know, they're rattling so the other snakes can gather around and they can help finish off the carcass after it bites you in the jugular and kills you. That's what it's all about. We're
1: going to have to get your rattlesnake spray to go with some bear spray.
2: These are the things that a lot of these outdoor people don't want you to know. You know, they try to like, it's the same thing with bears.
1: So that's why people hire you because you've got all the insight on the how to not die on the river.
2: I'm a realist. I have the real information. I'm not afraid to run from it.
1: Would you ever suck the venom out of someone's jugular? No,
2: God, no. If you're stupid enough to get bitten by a snake, it's, I'm sorry, you know, I'm going to walk away. I don't even want you in my car after you got bit by a snake, just because, what if you hack up some venom and it gets on me? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's the good thing about Reese, he's so frail and slight, you could just drag him out.
2: Well, but I, you know, but I don't know that I would. He just—he's right. well, fleet of foot. He's—he's quick. That's the only thing. See, Reese ran into a snake, and the way he'd punch it in the face, and he moves twice as fast as any rattlesnake. That's the thing about him. You know, he's but sort of a little die. skinny dude, but let me tell you, yeah. he's, he's quick. He's, he's fast.
1: Moves. He's like uh, Napoleon Dynamite.
2: He's yeah.
1: He's got sweet moves. He's
2: got that sort of, and he's got a pair of those uh, moon boots.
1: Sweet, but ah. if he does die, you could cremate him and then dump his ashes in the river and mess up the water for somebody downstream.
2: Right, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So, where do you live? You live in uh, DC. What's going on?
1: DC, about ten minutes south of DC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Born and raised. I was yeah. Grew up in a hippie town called Reston, Virginia. We have our own Ebola virus. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look up the Bunny Man, he's the legend of Northern Virginia or Reston. Um, the bunny man he was the Donnie Darko Frank the Bunny that's who uh, Frank uh, the Bunny was based on
2: yeah yeah I saw that movie yeah.
1: yeah and the wife the wife works at the Pentagon so we're here now but ideally we want small mountain town out west she's a ski bump she's a double black diamond
2: oh yeah see that's some. Um, that's good I don't yeah. go on those but that's good for somebody I'd
1: rather be fishing tailwaters while yeah, she's skiing absolutely so some yeah. through there
2: Mm. Risky. One, of, one of the best times of the year to, to to fish is during the winter because oh, yeah. everybody else has decided to go do something else.
1: So, uh, are you a big fan of the hoodies? Does that keep you warm when you're out in the winter?
2: I am, yeah. It's all about comfort and warmth.
1: Are there any Gore-Tex hoodies that you have? I do not. we got to make
2: those. I do not. They should make like a Gore-Tex hoodie. There's like... At Under Armour, they have some nice hoodies. I don't have any of those either, but they, they look nice. But they're like eighty bucks, and I'm I'm that's too much.
1: I have one hoodie from the band OAR that I got years ago, and my wife says I look like a teenager. Uh-huh. She won't let me wear it.
2: Oh, Well, you just just wear it? Don't ask. Just put it she's, on.
1: She's the boss.
2: Right? She like she,
1: she's ready. like a spy. You remember the TV show Alias?
2: Yeah. Are you kidding me? I just watched. I, I, I just watched I, I, that Totally, my night. wife. I'm on Season 3, Episode 9. That's based on my wife, dude. That's fantastic. Oh, don't well, then don't no mess with, her. with that, yeah. we say that, uh, that Jennifer Garner? Easy on the ice. Hmm? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But well, she's yeah. from
1: West Virginia, and the West Virginians tried to kill me, so. I used yeah. to work at a lodge in West Virginia, and they burnt it down.
2: Well, yeah, they did. Oh, it's West Virginia. I mean, I would expect no less from folks in West Virginia than to yeah. burn stuff down, run people out of town, that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: See, we knew my wife was a spy. After she had the kid, she complained she could only do three pull-ups at the gym. Mm. Most chicks mm. can't do a single pull up. We're like, she's totally a spy.
2: Yeah, I don't even try to do pull ups that way. I if somebody's like, oh, how many pull ups can you do? I, I don't know.
1: The only lifting I do is eight ounce curls of PBR.
2: Yeah, perfect. Oh, I got sixteen going right here. Oh, he's a tall need boy. To take it up a notch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Trent, he he, one of the local fishing guys, he had a question mm-hmm. for you about the Betty White fly. Yeah. He wants to know the best floatant and uh, any particular seasonal favorites of floatant that might work on the Betty White, size 22 specifically.
2: What kind of floatant should he use? Yeah. Is so that what he's asking? Well, I mean, you can spray it down with Pam if you want, or you can just grab some Loon Floatant and some aquell.
1: I once took the it's Pam butter question. flavored. I mean, that's
2: really, I mean, he's got one opportunity in his life to ask a question. He wants to know what kind of floatant to use. That's what he wanted to know. Trent, come on, man. Mm, Take it up like, a notch next time. Yeah,
1: I, wa- I once took pan butter flavored spray and sprayed it in my mouth. It didn't taste like butter at all. It's pretty gross.
2: No, it's, it's. Uh, I haven't, you know, I, I don't think that they even tell you to do that. Yeah. It seems like a bad idea, Rob.
1: It, was he I hoping,
2: like, I mean, did he, he saw the eggnog flavored? you probably saw the eggnog flavored oh,
1: um, yeah. floating that I had. And then Reese got the one that wasn't flavored. He got the real
2: one. Well, you know, again, he's got to pay attention. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're going to be drinking, you know, uh, flavored, floating, you know, you're going to want to maybe just sort of just dab a little on your tongue first just to make sure you got the right stuff.
1: I want a sriracha-flavored one so I can put it on my tacos at the river.
2: Oh, that would be nice. Wouldn't
1: it? I like cool. the sriracha. a uh,
2: sandwich guy at the river. I went last week with a guy who brought a burrito. Yeah. I thought, you know, that's a fantastic idea. I was a good-looking <laughs> burrito, too.
1: If he had chili um, flavored. himself. I uh, do like a burrito. Yeah,
2: well.
1: I could eat that tonight, maybe. I just got new tortillas yesterday. As long as there's no
2: cilantro in it. Oh, I mean, dude. I cilantro. It's nasty.
1: You've got to go to the Facebook page, I Hate Cilantro. Mm.
2: My you, wife cooked with me? it
1: twice the other night. It right. got on my fingers. I almost cut off my hand. Like, Luke Skywalker losing his hand. It was gross. I had cilantro on my skin.
2: Oh, my God. They have 2,900 members. I'm in. I'm going. Yeah. It well, is. It's the nastiest, most disgusting like, I don't even know what to call it. If I was
1: to lick the inside of a gym locker, I imagine the flavor of that would be equal to cilantro.
2: Yeah, but just not as bad. Oh. If given the choice, I'd go with the locker.
1: And we, have, we live in a Korean neighborhood, so all the supermarkets have, like, they have, like, mounds of cilantro. Yeah, yeah. I walk through there and I dry heave.
2: Yeah, candles that smell like cilantro. That sort of yeah. thing. It's disgusting.
1: She actually made fish sauce cilantro Brussels sprouts. Ooh. I, I do love a, a roasted Brussels sprout, but Who you made that. Sauce? The wife,
2: the oh, spy. Lord, you you to,
1: can't say it's gross; she'll so yeah. break your arm.
2: Sometimes relationships don't work out, Rob. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if that's yeah. the sort of thing you're coming home to, it's just sometimes it just doesn't. It's cut your losses.
1: You have to find a lawyer that hates cilantro, and he'll totally get a divorce for you. Oh,
2: yeah, hope yeah, you hear you that. You got to find a you got a lawyer. You got to find a judge.
1: I got to go see the judge. I got a ticket yeah, today.
2: Well, oh, for what? What'd you do?
1: Um, I. It says fail to obey highway stop sign. I crossed a double white line on four ninety five. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, live and learn. I'm telling you. I got a parking ticket. Costs me thirty bucks.
1: Well, it's not, I see Idaho, man. The living expenses are much easier. A parking ticket out here is like three hundred and eighty hundred dollars.
2: Oh well, then I'm not going to complain.
1: You don't even want to know what paps cost out here.
2: I do not. Well, yeah, I
1: do. It's expensive. A six pack is like eighteen ninety nine probably with DC prices.
2: What? Oh God! Well,
1: everything's expensive.
2: It, you should move.
1: If you want a garage in your townhouse, extra hundred thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, you totally should move. I know. You just park the trailer here wherever you live.
1: I want to get a van. My I wife know. doesn't want to live with the van. I want to be like like that Foley guy from SNL. Yeah. Living yeah. down by the river.
2: Well, then Idaho would be a perfect place for you. Idaho, yeah. Montana, Colorado, you could pull that off there. Uh, Washington, maybe Oregon. Uh, you know,
1: I do like the Oregon. They got good cheese out there. I like the blue cheese. Uh,
2: Tillamook, me. sure, over there yeah. on the uh, on the coast. Go over there, get yourself some cheese.
1: Crater Lake. Rains blue. too much. Yeah.
2: Too much rain. Every time you see a fishing movie in in Oregon, it's like guys in rain jackets. Yeah, yeah, and that looks great rainstorm.
1: Rain, we've had rain every day. We had about 18 inches of rain in June ah, out here.
2: He, it's like we're making an alphabetical list as to reasons you need to move. I'm telling you. I'm just saying. But
1: closer to rattlesnakes, though, isn't a benefit.
2: Well, no, you, don't, you know, you just, you know, I mean, they're not crawling into my living room. Into they should
1: my, have, like, Cinderella candles for nine, snakes.
2: 95 cent beer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So any future, any advice for, like, someone who wants to become a guide to, like, aspire? Like, do you have any um, internships that someone can apply to?
2: Well, I, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, but let me tell you, if you want to become a fishing guide, I mean, I always just tell people, look, if, if, if it doesn't bother you to wake up in the morning and you have absolutely no idea where your next paycheck's going to come from and, and you don't really care, then, then you should take that next step and, and just go be a guide that seems adequate. Yeah. Because a lot of guys are like, oh, man, that'd be fantastic. And then you're like, oh, geez, I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. And, they're, they're, and then they get that sort of blank look in their face. Like, uh, does what do you Reese, mean? What do you, what does
1: Reese mean? prefer to tip guides or cows?
2: He, <laughs> no cow tipping around here, but um, no. No, he's... I mean, that's just part of the deal. I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to guide you, you know, you're going to tip me. And, and a tip should be, so, I mean, mathematically. So... Uh, a tip should always be no less than ninety five percent of the bill. So if I'm going to take you out fishing, it's thousand dollars, right? And then at the end of the day, you're going to thousand dollars plus you're going to have like a ninety five percent tip. So it's like three grand for the day.
1: Does uh, Reese buy you lunch when you're out there?
2: No, I bring my own lunch. You know? sandwiches. But yeah, I bring my own sandwiches and 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 my own beer, and the, and he's responsible for his own sandwiches and beer. He looks fancy. We're not he going on a date. Is, like sushi. I understand? I mean, we're going fishing. Yeah. It's like every now and then you'll go out and then you'll pull out a sandwich. And they're like, where's my sandwich? I, I don't know. I mean, did you not bring one? Because I'm not, I'm not a babysitter. You know, I'm not your dad. And we're not on a date. You bring he could own be own like sandwich. A,
1: the British people make a watercress sandwich from the, the watercress.
2: Well, he could. The I, I think, you know, that's something that I should probably do is, is I should probably go to Europe and guide for a while. They have Don't you beer. think? Well, you know, I mean, I'll bring my own beer. But
1: and the, the beaches, I mean, here you see people clothed on the beaches when you're fishing, but there, they're nudie to Kazooie.
2: Really? See, that'd be fine. You know, it yeah. depends. It really depends on who's at the beach that day, whether well, or not that's a good or a bad thing.
1: I saw a woman in Barcelona put her boob fell out of her bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And you know when you take your sleeping bag, you stuff it back. Hold on.
2: Let me let me picture this for a minute. Okay, right. go ahead.
1: So, so you got your your, your North Face stu- uh, sleeping bag and you're stuffing it back in the sack?
2: Oh, buddy.
1: That's what it looked like her putting her boob back in. Yeah. It was. I could, ugh. <laughs> can't
2: describe yeah, it. Was, that doesn't sound like a good idea.
1: No, it wasn't pleasant.
2: What I had envisioned before you got on to the rest of that explanation was, was a much, much better situation uh, than what you've got going on with that North Face thing. Uh, I've got
1: the North Face Cats Me Out sleeping bag, the old one mm-hmm. it is fleece lined. It is like sleeping in a cloud.
2: Yeah. I don't have any of that because that's again, it's you know that's expensive stuff. i my yeah. sleep bag is called an elk hunter, and it's like canvas and it, it weighs about fifty pounds and it takes up the entire like back seat of a car. Uh, but you know, it can be thirty seven below outside and you're warm.
1: Well, I take my dog's dog bed um, from Orvis. His big, he's a schnauzer. He's got this big dog bed. Mm-hmm. I sleep on that in my car.
2: There you go. Yeah.
1: But, I, but my car's got ants in it right now, so i got to deal with ants crawling on me when bug I sleep bomb. on it. Bug
2: bomb. Bug bomb? Yeah. Or just, you know, or just live with it.
1: You think that might, it might make the flies smell bad? The fish might like, like them?
2: Well, take flies out and then bug bomb. I could do that. You know, I mean, there's like, is it, is everything still in your car? You got everything's in your car, right? Like, let me guess. You got wet boots in your car. Yep. No. Yeah. You got, you got to pull ding, that ding, out, ding. sit on top of the, that's where the ants came from.
1: I think it was the juicy juice in my car.
2: The entire world is a giant ant hill. They're in
1: our house too. They follow, sure
2: they, they follow me. you You live on an ant hill. Yeah. So do we all. Everybody. They're everywhere.
1: What about ant flies? you like the ant patterns?
2: Nope. No? Well, look, you know, like a cinnamon ant or something like that, like if it's breezy, they're hitting nothing, you're going to throw that thing, you know, as hard as you can, like, you know, under a tree. It's a good idea. But I prefer to use a big giant spider or a beetle because they're bigger and they make a bigger splash when they they fall out of that tree. Either that or like a little robin, like a baby robin.
1: We have Japanese people Like,
2: oh man, because it's just like an ant fell out. You want to know what a fish really want? Like a big fish, they want like a baby robin.
1: Yeah, they want like a double double animal style with cheese from In and Out Burger. They don't want like a gumdrop.
2: You can go down to like a floral shop, and they've got those like you know little fake little baby birds that they put in like flower arrangements. Throw a hook in that thing. Toss that out on a nice windy day.
1: My parents it. had one of those in an outside flower pot, and mm-hmm. a red-tailed hawk attacked it and, and tried to eat it. See, That's yeah, how real they look. Because See, it's it's a red-tailed
2: like- hawk is, is the closest uh, that you can come, as far as flying animals, to a fish. Same brain patterns.
1: They're aggressive.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like a bull trout. Bull trout on a little baby robin, like a little foam baby robin. Try it. Tie it. Rob, do you tie? I do. Tie it send me one I'm working on it we'll both fish but, yeah we'll both fish that thing and we'll video people are going to listen to this so they're going to be like oh hank's nuts again right every every time oh man he's just talking crazy so, really okay tie a baby robin and go fish it and then tell me I'm crazy
1: we have more robins well, what was global warming they don't migrate anymore it's covered with robins out here
2: Oh, they're all over the place the only thing migrating these days is canadian midge
1: with the morgies mhm and they get up your yeah. nose. I hate the morgies up your nose. Oh, yeah. And you have to blow snot rockets all day. Find a
2: warm place to get their sick pleasures. It's disgusting. I hear you.
1: With their midge porn.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: The small little books they read with the dirty pictures. Mm-hmm. The EPD porn magazines.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, they would if they had a anywhere. printing press.
1: Midge smut. It's the new thing. Rain.
2: They don't really have a very big brand. They're just reactionary. They're not thoughtful.
1: But Yeah. So what what does the world's greatest fly fishing guide have up next? You gonna like try to get Marlin on Tinkara? Are you gonna like try to go to the prom with April Foki? Maybe like <laughs> noodling for Makos?
2: I uh I would do that prom thing. Um that sounds like a good idea. Uh up next, I you know what? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some some more videos this summer I'm gonna fish a lot this summer which I've been doing and then uh, in September'm I'm, I'm going to montana for a couple of weeks to to uh, shoot shoot a bunch of video and film up in montana for a few weeks fantastic that'll be next
1: some Thanks. more uh fly fishing film tour hosting
2: uh I don't know I don't know I gotta call those guys and see what uh, what's what's on tap but um, I don't know I have a hard time thinking too far ahead Right, right. I try We're, to come up with you know what I'm going to do next, like right before I do it.
1: It's like Indiana Jones again. He makes it up as he goes.
2: Exact Yeah, man. This, I'm like the Indiana Jones of life. I'm like you know, he snaps a bullwhip and and uh, Indiana Jones all all in one fly fishing vessel. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, Montana, come on out, Rob. Come on out, buddy. At the yeah. End of September, we're going to go up there for like two or three weeks and
1: just shoot a film. Oh, I got my se- September's my court date.
2: Oh, well, that even better reason to come.
1: I have to wear like real shoes and like a suit.
2: Mm-hmm. You I can't enough. go in
1: flip flops and dirty shorts and an old shirt. Oh, you could. I have to shave. I mean, probably a- not what? wear a hat.
2: Oh, is there? You don't have to, right? I mean, you just think you should.
1: The man probably wants some respect in his, his courtroom. Last time I was there, I used to be a high school teacher. One of my students was there. She got caught smoking the reefer.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's always nice, you know, running into a student uh, at at your court date.
1: I just bought an aluminum pole for my boat as a push pole, Mm -hmm. but I bought it off this lady down near Mount Vernon. It was her old pool pole. And she's telling about her son and her son's Bolivian girlfriend, how they're in Bolivia fishing for Dorado right now, and we spend like half an hour talking. I get a Facebook message today. My old student Pamela is the girlfriend and the boyfriend's mom is the lady I bought it from. <laughs> it's a small world out there. It, yeah. But I got a push pole now.
2: Unless you're walking. Yeah. Um, well that's nice to have a push pole. You should bring that you bring your boat. Come to Montana. Skip that court date. I'm telling you. We'll put you we'll put you in a film.
1: I want to be on film. Well, you may have seen us at the film tour, Urban Lines.
2: Was that you? That was us. Love that film.
1: Yeah, the snakeheads. That was my snakehead client.
2: Yeah, the only client the who's ever the caught one. Snakehead thing creeped me out, and and I, I especially liked it because I just sort of had flown in and out of that airport. And I'd been right down there. I'd crossed that bridge right by, you know, right where you guys were fishing. And I it, point. It That's where the rats never are. entered my mind that you would be fishing there. It really didn't. Uh, which is, which is really, it, it's sad that it wouldn't enter my mind.
1: Two hours after high tide is when the, the stripers bite year round.
2: See, you s-
1: swing a popsicle through there or a clouser. Bam.
2: See, I should have known. I was over at the Natural History Museum. I could have been fishing.
1: You're looking at the ants.
2: It's a good film. Yeah, man. I liked it a lot. Actually, oh, it was one that people pointed out. Sweet. I went to a few screenings, and, and uh, people, liked that. people liked it. And it was cool because they showed it on the West Coast. You know, some of them, they don't, they don't show them all over.
1: Right, right. Like, we didn't get uh, the sequel to Doc of the Drakes.
2: Oh, man. You missed out. I know. That's a good buddy of mine. I have it right here on a hard drive. You want me to send it to you? Absolutely. He's going to put it on DVD pretty soon. And... uh and that's a it's a great it's a great film. Yeah, I mean, I had
1: you know, fun filming.
2: You, you it was saw good. the hand. fish don't like so, cameras, right. though. You saw my stuff, so oh yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Then
1: we, we got you covered, down in DC, <laughs> Cinema and Draft House.
2: Yeah, did it go over? What do people think? Yeah. A
1: lot of chuckles, man. A lot of big belly laughs, and I won the raffle for the first time ever. Some got a Sims Sims shirt with the Ranzetti logo on it.
2: Hey, okay.
1: there you go. But for I, sure, I, tie with, I use Regal though, but I still still have an older one's said so I'll give props to them.
2: They sent me a sweatshirt that's got half a fish on it, so uh-huh. it sounds like you came out ahead of me.
1: Yeah, where's the other half?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, man, what do you got on your sweatshirt? It's like, well, it looks like a butchered fish.
1: Were there two sleeves to at least hook you up with the sleeve Have you
2: seen that video that I did when I was saying I was going to the ice out? It literally has the body with no tail and no head. Mm. So I'm thinking, you know, it's like, hey, Sim sent me a, a sweatshirt with like a, what looks like a butchered fish on it. Is what I'll
1: they, talk to them on I, Thursday. I like, What's up? Give it Hank half a shirt.
2: Nice people. They, they, yeah. they were, showed me a good time in Bozeman.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah. We I, like make those people. Out. I get invited, but it's.
2: I'll you know, tell you what. And the Orvis people too, man. They, they were awesome in, in uh, Missoula. Love Missoula.
1: Mm.
2: Love Bozeman. I should move to Montana for a I love the whole thing.
1: Big sky country.
2: I don't know what that's all about, but I loved uh, I loved it up there.
1: You can go to the testicle festival.
2: Uh, you know, we we got off at Rock Creek, uh, where they hold that festival, and it it does it sounds like a lot of debauchery.
1: Science like says it, you it, can have a ball.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you can have a couple. Yeah, um, but it's going to cost you. Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't. Man, I don't have any interest in you know. I, I'd rather like go to a. You know, maybe a steakhouse, something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't do balls. No,
2: I don't need a ball. I don't mm-hmm. need to have that in my mouth ever. Yeah.
1: Sweet. All right. Anything else you want to give some, some words of advice to the listeners out there in uh, iTunes land? No. Don't, don't drop don't, your phone in the water?
2: No. I have, Well, you know, don't take your phone into the water and, uh, you know, keep snapping it. And, and, and you know, I just I, I appreciate everybody watching the videos. Because, you know, if you keep watching them, then I'll keep making them. And, you know, and every, every now and then somebody hates me. And, uh, you know, so I appreciate the people that don't.
1: Where, where can we buy the DVDs?
2: Uh, currently at TroutJousters.com. We have a store there.
1: And there's stickers and shirts, too? There's
2: stickers. There's some shirts. What do you Snap think the it. next shirt should be, by the way? Hambone. I had this conversation earlier of whether or not I should do the Grab-a-Cub Paralyze the chode or hand bone. What's your vote?
1: Paralyze the chode. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because dude.
1: there's the bears, man. We've had like ten bear sightings in DC in the last week. They're what? out here now, so you yeah. And have like um like a direction on, on like how to paralyze it, like uh like a hand with the judo chop.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. No, we'll have a full a diagram power. on a, a proper paralyzer to the chode. Yeah right there, coming up.
1: And if people don't know what a chode is, they might know it as a grundle, depending on where you are. Sure. You want to explain yeah. what a chode is?
2: Grundle, maybe the taint. Yes. A lot of people. No, I'm not going to. I mean, if you don't know one of those three things, then you have no business having to explain. Ask a friend.
1: Take your five weight away if you don't know what those are.
2: Well, and I, I enjoy the pro- I enjoy the fact that there's going to be some people going. Well, what's a chode, you know, and having and that and then that being a conversation on the river because that's where it belongs.
1: Heck yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, we thank you for joining us, and uh, I, I you thank you for up there. Uh, I thank you
2: for calling me. Come on out. Heck yeah! You, come out anytime. You're you're invited to come fish with us anytime you want.
1: Sounds like a good deal. I'll have a snake snake bashing stick like Homer Simpson for the rattlesnakes. If I can't punch them, I'll have my snake bashing stick.
2: Yeah, bring a stick right now. A long one. Yeah, like and it has like electron. You know, it's like electric at the end, so you can just fry them.
1: There'll be those bang sticks for when you're out with the, oh, the shark tanks. Yeah, we should like those like
2: tennis racket things that you kill mosquitoes with. Yeah, Yeah. bring one of those. Absolutely. Cool.
1: All right, Hank. Well, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Appreciate it, Rob. All right, dude. All right, thanks, man. Take it easy. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com.